Hi, and welcome to the Pride Road Architects podcast. I'm Lisa, Lisa Rains, and each episode I'll talk to people who interest me in the world of architecture and business. So join me and fellow lions and lionesses as we explore architecture in the den. So uh, I'm Lisa Rains and welcome to Architecture in the Den. In your den, in the den. <laughs> it's just one of those days today. Um, and I've got Rachel Murphy um, on with me. So hi, Rachel. Um, hi we're there. Uh, having a chitty chatty. I'm trying to work out how we got chatting. But anyway, um, <laughs> Rachel, uh, would you like to just briefly introduce yourself? Of course. Um, so my name is Rachel Murphy. Um, I'm from Northern Ireland and I study at Queen's University Belfast. Um, I'm in Masters Year One and I have currently um, just moved to Belgium to do a semester abroad with Erasmus at KU Leuven. That's awesome. So there's a few, <laughs> a few things there. So um, Rachel's an architecture student um studying in Belfast uh, so that's Northern Ireland for anyone <laughs> anyone overseas <laughs> who doesn't Queen's University is in in Belfast as well so that's cool and you've just done your so you you've done your part one so you've done three years undergraduate yes. um and you're you're so you're in your master so have you done a year out yes I did a year out from um whenever I finished um to whenever I started <laughs> in charge again. Oh, my, that's like my kind of dates yeah from then, to then. <laughs> um, then so where did you work so I worked at Hamilton Architects in the city centre of Belfast and oh. it was wonderful and fantastic and I really enjoyed myself and um, so I was working with an amazing team and we were and um, our sort of group focus in, in the office was on conservation so I really had an interest in that which was great and um yeah it's sort of given me a good direction as well of where I want to go in the future I can sort of be myself going down the conservation route and um, which is really nice so. oh that's interesting um and so you've just started back doing your master's at Queen so have you done a term and, and then you're going to go and do a, a semester Yes, so I've done my semester one, I did it in Belfast, and then semester two of master's one, I'm going to be doing over here in Belgium. So how long are you there for? So I'm here sort of until the next semester starts, <laughs> and so until September, um, but the semester only runs until maybe June, so I'll maybe see what I do in between, whether that's work or travel. Or... That's so exciting! definitely so when did you get there um I got here on Wednesday so <gasps> half a week ago oh my goodness oh my goodness I, have you gone out with friends so I moved here not knowing anybody um so I've kind of um come here and I'm hoping to make friends so I've met one girl in my course um, and she's wonderful and um she's staying in my halls here and yeah is she um, British or is she? She's from Austria. Yes. Yeah. Cool. 
and what do you need to speak a language to to do this so this degree um is in english and there's not also an option for it to be in dutch but of course i don't speak dutch so um, i'm going to be doing the english course and um i think that it's quite popular as well with people from belgium um so yeah i'm hoping to meet lots of new people and explore yeah. lots of new themes so so language is so it's going to be in english basically yeah it'll all be in english so <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's so you've gone out knowing that I love it. You're my kind of woman. <laughs> I can just do crazy things. It's like, yay, let's just have this experience. And see What's what the worst that can happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Wow. So you do half a year. Essentially, it's half a year, isn't it? Yeah, half a, half a year. So one, one semester out of the four semesters of master's. So it's oh, really so not too much. I can do one more one more year. Yes, I've got another year's master's after this. So my main weight of the year will still be yeah. back in Belfast. Lovely. I, I love this podcast because we just talk about different journeys. Everyone has a different journey and different experiences. You kind of go off to university, you know, at 18 or whatever, if you're lucky. And then... Um, you expect it to be like this really linear, simple route. <laughs> Life's just not like that. <laughs> I knew it was going very linear for me for a while there. So I went to uni at 18. I did my one year out and then I mm -hmm. came back and I thought I need something a wee bit, a wee bit different. I need something to kind of motivate and inspire me a bit more. Um, and while Queen's is amazing and great, um, I really felt that I needed something other than Belfast. Mm -hmm. That sounds amazing. And we um, met, well, we've only just met, but I contacted you because you were standing for RIBA student rep. Yes. So tell me about that journey. Yeah, so um, I, as you can probably tell already, I'm the type of person who likes to say yes to things. And um, I, I really don't like to just kind of become complacent and um, just settle back. I really do like to sort of go go for things and go out there so I saw that opportunity and I saw that it only comes around every two years mm. um, and I thought I would put myself forward for it not really expecting much but I thought it would give me a good opportunity to kind of get myself out there do something a bit more outside my comfort zone um, and yeah I thought it would be really, really cool to have had someone from um, from Belfast and from Northern mm. Ireland um, standing for the students because I know quite a lot of the students are very uh, it's all happening over in the mainland and um, so I kind of feel like we're kind of left out of the equation a bit but of course the RSEA are you know they have things happening for us as well which is really good um, but I thought it would be good to kind of start to integrate uh, Northern Ireland a wee bit better with the mainland um, which I still think can, can be done without having <laughs> someone sat on the student council but um, but yeah I, yeah I just sort of thought I would go for it and once again what's the worst that could have happened? <laughs> Cool. So even so, sorry you didn't win, but there's always next time um, <laughs> when you've qualified. <laughs> um, so when you, how how was the whole experience um, of standing? Did you, um, what what was the journey like? Um, I suppose it just felt quite. It was quite straightforward and quite simple to go through the application process. And um, I have quite a lot of connections with some other students and. Um, mainland universities so I got each 
one that um, nominated me came from a different university over um, in mainland um, and I think that's just through connections wow. through, yeah how, which is really interesting how did you how have you got connections in mainland UK universities um so I have an Instagram that I would post a lot of my architecture work to okay. and um, it would be a lot of architecture work and art um, it's just Rachel Murphy art and I would sort of alternate between my art my architecture and my traveling um, yeah. so I've connected with quite a lot of amazing individuals who also post their work as well um, and we can sort of be inspired by each other and we sort of would chat and uh, yeah it's really great and um, so there's ones from um, you know Dundee and Liverpool and London and Manchester and um, and yeah, I think that's another reason why as well, because I've met these amazing people, but if I didn't have um, like a platform like Instagram where I could connect with them, I would never have got to meet them. Yeah. So things like that there. Um, but yeah, it was quite quite straightforward, quite streamlined and um, got um, them to nominate me and then um, just sort of waited for it to come out that who was nominated and um, I think in previous years it's, no, it's not it's never that many people and um, so yeah so there's three of us for two spots and um, yeah. yeah I just sort of advertised it a wee bit sort of asked people to go and vote for me and um, it was only students that could vote so um, it was a wee bit different I guess I got um, the RCA put out a post as well and that was for the two Northern Ireland universities for Queen's University Belfast and Ulster University that would have seen that and um, but we have quite small year groups and courses so um yeah I suppose it just wasn't getting that reach over to the mainland as much um, but I had great support from back home here which is amazing. Cool oh, so um wow there's loads of takeaways from that I love the fact that you've got an Instagram account and you know that's that's an amazing way of you know anyone can do it yeah you know you don't have to have a press you know you don't have I don't know what I'm saying but <laughs> yeah anyone can do it it's about putting yourself out there and being brave and yeah. then creating content um and it is an amazing way of kind of reaching out and networking where in a you know and you don't physically have to go anywhere to do it exactly yeah, I mean, um, during lockdown, I ran a clubhouse uh, channel, uh, well, um, room, or can't remember what we used to call them. Do you, did you know about clubhouse? No. Um, so it was an audio uh, only um, online platform. So uh, like a social media platform, but it was a really good way of just getting out and meeting people without wow. you know leaving your sitting room yeah and and also for me doing these podcasts have been a really good way of kind of just getting out meeting people um you know and and we don't need to be um you know on the train or traveling or you know going to people see people in real life um to to make some really good connections um and um to make contacts network um, and those connections then lead on to other opportunities. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So things. Well, for example, you putting yourself out there, man. You know, was one of the, was was the only reason why I got in, con in contact with you. Yeah. Yay! You're on the podcast now. <laughs> so has anything else come out of any other opportunities come out of the 
standing for student council? Um, no, not that specifically, but um, I guess it's just sort of made me uh, aware that you can go, go for anything, you can sort of um, say, say yes to whatever, say yes to all the opportunities that there are and that exist. Um, that was, I guess, sort of at the tail end of me finishing off my um, year of working. So I've been very um, sort of in the in the work mind and in the that sort of mind. Um, so whenever uh, that sort of opportunity came up, then I sort of felt that that'll get me back into the flow of things, back into the swing of things. And um, the amount of forms that you fill in for different things that happen or don't happen. I mean, that's part of the that's part of the fun of it, isn't it? Mm. Um, just just the the idea of thinking about it. I think gets the creative juices flowing and you can sort of um, imagine oh if this did happen what would I do and maybe if you don't get the thing that you've applied for then in your mind you've sort of thought all the steps through and you might do something else different anyway yeah. Um, so yeah I think there's there's always advantages to applying to things um, even if you don't think you'll get them or um, you know there's no, there's no harm <laughs> well yeah I mean I think so people who who succeed or who seem to succeed have had a lot of failure mm. you know so they've tried at stuff yeah sure and you know failed and not you know not got anywhere um and then just pick themselves up and try again and it's definitely definitely a mindset thing um no i i remember back to for me 2015 um, I guess you would have just started at uni or not even yeah. started at uni. <laughs> <Right> then. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, so 2015, I ran um, a Manchester Curious, which is kind of like a London open house type <laughs> event in Manchester. Um, and we had like 25 venues sign up and I ran 30 events over a weekend and 500 attendees as well as an opening party and it was massive and we had a massive team and you know it was a mammoth task and it was brilliant and we loved it um and for me you know kind of that was the first thing in quite a while that I tried to do and then succeeded what you don't see is the other things that you try to do that didn't quite succeed of course yeah you know so and there were a few you know with the kind of um that you do try um i i kind of got involved prior to that um i got involved in a um on on the committee of um my brother's um support um system it was called yeah it was called outreach um and my brother's got learning difficulties and it was the organization that was like a, a third party you know sort of care support um thing my words really aren't coming <laughs> but I got involved in that thinking that I could do some fundraising and help uh, and I did to a certain point but I think it was really challenging it was kind of like a completely new um 
sector industry for me um, and I didn't really know it I didn't really understand it uh, I wasn't terribly sort of good at it and so I just kind of realized that I was going to you know my energies weren't getting you know um, weren't particularly helping they weren't hindering but they weren't helping uh, and so I kind of needed to pull away from it so actually, sometimes it's uh, learning that you can say no to stuff. Yeah, definitely. As well, as well, especially things that drain your energy. Yeah, I think as well, it's a, it's a time thing. Um, you go for things when you feel like you're ready to do them and you're, um, you have the time available. Like I would personally never do a lot of things during actual term time. Uh, I always sort of dedicate um, whenever I'm in university for the studying because otherwise I'm not going to get as much out of the the courses and the actual degree as I want to if I had all this other stuff going on so I'm very much would tend to go okay so outside term time I have nearly six months and I can do so much with that time and then during term time I have another six months which I'm going to just dedicate to the university and the studying so have you have you gone into college yet to start with you start with your semester or you know so that's ne next um oh, well this Friday I have my first welcome day and then next Monday I have my first day so I've collected my preferences for studios but I don't know which one I'm in yet and right. so it was really great um sort of options for studios it was 11 um whereas back home we would have four but I think they're more intense and more focused so cool that's exciting and um, so back home sort of at Queen's um university so was uh, Alan Jones one of your tutors um he's never been mine personally um but he takes one of the dissertation programs and the humanities dissertation there's uh, eight groups of that and um, my ones with um and the coordinator of street space and that's a sort of long-term program that's been running and um, it's run by Agustina and she's very you know um well known and passionate about that there in the community engagement so that's the one I decided I wanted to go for um but he runs one um and it's quite pro uh, professional practice based um, mm -hmm. and the students in that are writing um about different um sort of ideas about um architects and practice and that sort of thing um, and then I think he also takes a the technology and um, for third years and things like that there but I've never personally had him and um, I think I sort of went through the period where he was away and um, uh, when he was so, at, uh, the RIBA yeah. I've I've been out to Queen's to talk to the students so um what did you when when you were looking at architecture schools did you apply to any of the mainland schools um i didn't personally um i come from um quite sort of like a rural area um in the countryside and i did consider it and i did consider um going over to europe potentially as well um but then i knew there was those erasmus opportunities that um i could do maybe in the future so i was sort of considering that from early on knowing that if even if I went to my local university and um, that I had this option to go away at some point um, and I, there was an opportunity in third year 
um, that I had considered but decided not to go for at that point um, and then obviously COVID all kicked off so um, the ones that went for that weren't actually even able to do it which was really unfortunate um, but I guess um, less in disguise that I came back for masters and this opportunity was still here I think this is actually the last year that it's able to be done um, due to Brexit and all that um, so it's, I think it's the last year that you're able to do it through Erasmus and then there'll be another program that comes in to replace it. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of really grateful that it's come at the right time and it's come whenever I've been ready. Um, I think earlier than this year, I may not have actually been ready because I've done um, you know, a year of working and through that year of working, I did a lot of traveling. Um, so I was able to kind of gauge that because I'd never really been away too much before that. So I think, yeah, it's come at the perfect time. And, um, any earlier may not have actually been as beneficial for me or may not have been as ready. So um, where do you see yourself in five years time? Five years time? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's something you always think about but things change and mm. your mind sort of wanders and goes what if this and what if that. Um, so I don't know I guess I'd really love to um, get conservation accredited uh, I think that's my well once once of course I've got my architecture um, license I think that's my first first goal um, and then I'd really love to go into conservation um, and then I suppose my second sort of love is sort of community and that sort of comes with um, the idea of theatres so I really love theatre design and um, so that's potentially something that I'd um, love to go into um, I don't know if there would be necessarily opportunities back in Northern Ireland so that might be something um, that I go to England for or um, elsewhere, but um, yeah, sort of um, community opportunities, conservation and theatre are kind of my key, my key loves at the moment. But of course, everything will change probably, but um, yeah, that's where I see myself at the moment. Well, I'm sure whatever you want to do, you'll be able to achieve. <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of work so. and maybe some nose along the way but you'll definitely do yeah. to, uh, to what you want to do I think lots, um, of, lots of trying lots of trying yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and being prepared to you know prepare to fail but then just yeah. keep on going yeah exactly. um <laughs> being passionate and positive exactly really. Really. <laughs> well, um, let's draw this to a conclusion. Um, but it was so lovely talking to you. Um, Thank you Lisa. Good luck with um the program, and let's let's stay in touch. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for joining me, Lisa Raines, for Architecture in the Den. If you want to find out about franchising, check out our website, prideroadfranchise.co.uk. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe and leave a review. And do get in touch through your favourite platform if you'd like to be a guest.